It's good. You know, I love Mother's Day. As a pastor, pastors love Mother's Day because mom makes all their kids come to church with them. And the place gets filled up, and it gets full, and it just feels good. It's like Easter all over again. So thank you, Mom, for dragging all the kids with you today and all your husbands and everything. And uh, let's celebrate our moms today. How many of y'all love moms? Yeah. On Father's Day, all the dads disappear, and they go fishing. We got to reverse that trend. We got to make our wives and our kids come to church on Father's Day too, and uh, it'll it'll become one of my favorite days as well. And but I have brilliant, great moms, and uh, I got the best wife in the world. And so another reason to celebrate Mother's Day. And um, today we're going to do something a little different. I want you to bear with me a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to preach a regular sermon like I normally do. Instead, I'm going to make the moms in my life come help me preach a sermon today. And so this could go very bad for me. I just want you to know, I'm being very vulnerable here right now today. So I'm going to start off with some flowers. I'm going to let our moms come up today. If my mother-in-law Sharon would come up first and... I even got her some theme music. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sharon, I love you with all my heart. She, she's not a bad mother-in-law. She's actually one of the good ones. Here you go, sweetie. Have a seat. And then, uh, yeah, anywhere you want. It's Mother's Day. And uh, next, I'm going to ask my mom to come down. She's with us today. Come, come up. You got to come up. <laughs> Thanks for being here. And uh, all my faults in life, they come from her, not my dad, so you can blame her. No, I'm, jo I'm joking. <laughs> and then last but not least, today is also Pastor Jennifer, my wife. It's her birthday as well as Mother's Day. And so, I got her some flowers. Really beautiful. I'm going to ask the guys, would you take these back for her? She does not want to hold these the whole service, I promise. <laughs> They're beautiful. And so, and it's something to know about my wife. She really does not like flowers that much. She thinks they're a waste of money, but I got her flowers anyway because I love her with all of my heart. And uh, so today we're going to talk about moms. You know, I'm going to stand over here to the side because I don't want to get in their way. They're so pretty. And um, But there's a couple things I want to talk about before we get started this morning. One of the mothers of our house could not be here with us today. Uh, she's been fighting a battle, and her name's Edna Joe. And so if you would keep Edna Joe in your prayers this week, uh, they've, uh, they went in and did a colonoscopy last week, and she has a rather large mass on uh, one side, and there's a smaller mass on the other side, and the doctor says he's 99% sure it's the bad stuff. Well, you know what? I got a God that says opposite, and, uh, but the doctor did say it's treatable. The doctor said 
this is the kind that doesn't grow real rapidly. This is the kind that we, we can cure radiation and all that stuff. But she's 90 years old. So we want that biopsy this week to come back negative. So can you all pray with me? Let's lift up Edna Joe real quick and let's pray. Father, I just thank you for Miss Sweet Edna Joe right where she's at, Father, that your sweet Holy Spirit is visiting her as I speak. That there's a warmth and a peace coming about her, Father. And that her body is starting to line up according to your word, Father. That by your stripes, she is healed. She was healed, Father, so many years ago. And that today, Father, healing is coming through her body. And that we're going to get nothing but good reports from the doctor from this point forward, Father. We lift her up and we thank you for her, Father. And we thank you she'll be back where she belongs on her front row right over here before we know it, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. And so keep her lifted up in your prayers. Also, we, got, we have an array of other people that are sick and need prayer. I've been posting some on Facebook. Make sure you're praying. I know Richard Webster, his mom is sick. They're going to be leaving tomorrow for New York. Keep, keep them. Is that right? Or is it known as mom? Richard's back's out. Be praying for him because they need to go be beside his mom who's 93. So keep them in your prayers this Mother's Day. Because, you know, life is just better with mom. And I know there's some of you out here today, your mom's gone to be with the Lord, and that's okay. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Because moms are the greatest gift in the whole entire world. And you know what? Our Heavenly Father thinks so also. And we can read about in the Bible where moms are going to love this message today. Do you realize, I want you to open with me to John 19, 25 through 27. Do you realize that in this verse, let's read it now. Jesus is hanging on the cross. I want to set you a picture. He's hanging on the cross. And it's, it's in the last hours of his life. And one of the very last things that John tells us about in, in the Word of God is, is, is one of Jesus' very last actions. And it says, standing near the cross were Jesus' Jesus's mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And then when Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, which we know is John the Beloved, he said to her, Dear woman, here's your son. And he said to this disciple, Here's your mother. And then from then on, this disciple took her into his home. Jesus is one of his last dying acts on this earth was to honor his mother. One of his last acts while hanging on the cross was to honor mom. He looks down from where he's hanging in pain and misery. Could have thought a million other things. And, and, and before he takes his last breath and he says, it is finished, he looks down to John the Beloved and he says, John, this is your mother. Mary, this is your son. He's acknowledging Mary for who she is and what she means in his life. And he looks down and he says, Take care of her, John. That's what he's saying. Take care of her. And from that moment on, John takes Mary to his home. And, and it doesn't say it in Scripture, but I can only imagine that out of all the disciples, John the Beloved is the only one that does not die a horrible death. It's because he's taking care of the mother of Jesus. And he is honoring the mom of Jesus. What, what a last act. To honor mom. Jesus sets the standard for all of us 
today. So when you see your mom today, you take her to lunch, buy her the most expensive thing on the menu. Honor her. Love her. Take care of her. Don't let mom buy you lunch today just because she's got more money than you. <laughs> Honor your mom. Take care of your mom. And uh, I know I got my mom, all three of my moms up here today, and this could go horribly wrong, as I said. This could turn in. This could turn into a roast the pastor Sunday, <laughs> but it's going to be good, and I'm excited about having them with me, and um, in Deuteronomy 5, 16, it says, honor your father and mother as the Lord your God commanded you, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. The only commandment in the word of God, the first commandment in the word of God with a promise God gives us a promise. And if we honor our mother and we honor our father, our life will be what? Long. Our life will be full and it will be long. But if we don't, what happens? You know, we always, we always read about promises and we think about the good part of the promise. But that promise has a meaning. I used to tell my kids, I said, look, kids, this is how it is. You honor dad, you honor mom because you'll have a long life. If not... Your life's going to be short because I'm going to beat you and kill you. And, uh, and so God gives us this promise that when we honor mom and we honor dad, and Jesus just sets the perfect example of this in his word. By his last act on the earth, besides saying it is finished, he says, John, you know what to do. Take care of mom. And so today I want to talk about seven ways to honor the mom in your life. And these lovely ladies are going to help me. I'm going to lower this so everybody can see. Y'all ready? Now, I'm going to start off with some questions here. Jen, who's the best husband in the world? <laughs> this is all rigged for of my behalf. Of course you are. That's right. <laughs> who's the best son in the world? <laughs> I'm her only son. <laughs> I want, I, these questions I, I've, I've already got figured out. And uh, I'm not going to ask who the best son-in-law in the world is with Sharon because she's got four of us. And, and it wouldn't be fair to the rest of them that are here today to hear my name. So, <laughs> so that's good stuff. Number one way you can honor mom is, you know, ladies like to be told that you love them. So the number one way we can, we can love our mom is to love her verbally. And uh, my mom's going to cover some of this today. Uh, as you know, I'm going to talk to the, to the young people today and, and every one of you that has moms. Uh, moms, no matter how old they get and how old you get, love to hear a phone call. They love a phone call. You don't have to call them every day, but it's nice of you to call them at least maybe once a week, once every other week. No, she wants to be called every day, I promise. <laughs> By my grandchildren, that would be nice, but as we know, they get busy. But, you know, to love her verbally is a very important thing because women need that affirmation. They need to be told that they are loved. Um, we can't just live on, well, my son told me 15 years ago that he loves me, and, uh, you know, maybe in the next 15 he might tell me so. No, I don't think so. But, you know, we want to know through communication. Women are very communicative. I know that, that our young boys and our young sons, they only have so many words, you know. 
we women have a lot more, but still save a few words and, and give your mom that affirmation that she needs in her life. And, you know, in Africa, I love this, and I'm going off track just for a second if you don't mind. In Africa, they don't celebrate at funerals. They celebrate during life. Today's Jen's birthday, and I just want to say that I got the best daughter-in-law. She's more like a daughter to me than anyone ever could pray and hope for. She is a true woman of God and a true mom, and I just love her so dearly. And, you know, I love leading by example. And so, you know, I'm going to give you an example of how young men of God and even you older men should honor your mom. Okay, I need my two grandsons up here, and Ethan's hiding, so uh, he needs to come up here. They're going to do something real quick. This is called an illustrated sermon, okay, or a mini message. Okay, they're going <laughs> to tell their moms exactly what they love about her. So number one, she's the greatest cook in the world. She is. <laughs> and she puts up with all of us, all four guys. And I love you very much. Um, I love everything about you. You're the greatest mom in the world. Now, guys, that's how you do it, except. <laughs> Give him a mic back there. Uh, you're not getting out of this one. Except they got prepared and he didn't. <laughs> Okay, Ethan, you're on. Ethan's the shy one. He hides yeah. behind the computer in the back. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll say this I much for everything. Ethan. Ethan, go ahead, Ethan. I love everything about her. Amen. <laughs> See, this is how we celebrate the mom in your life. Ethan's got the sweetest heart, that boy. Yes, he does. Sorry to put you on the stop, baby, but that's what you get for not calling your grandmother. <laughs> I bet I hear from him every day. <laughs> well, I just, I just, that was what I had to say, is that women, we need the affirmation of our sons and our grandchildren to tell us exactly how they feel about us and what they feel for us. You know, it, it it's, sometimes easier to say I love you but it's it's say something that she does in your life amen so we have a we have a special little gift to our moms here today that some kids want to give them a verbal I love you She lets me have a lot of closets, lots of food. She can sing. My mom's here. My mom, uh, my mom cooks with me. My mom cleans my room for me. 
Um, she let me dye my hair and she feeds me. She puts up with a lot of crap. She cares about me and that whatever I like to do, she does it with me. She's nice and caring and snuggles in bed with me. Helps me get ready for school and she hugs me. Great to me. Dave Busters. I like to go swimming. The gun range. Gun shows. I just like helping her around the house. Selfie! Make her face. I like to communicate. I want, sometimes I want to go with her. Selfie! I want to go in the sticks. Oh. One more. I think I'm talking about Mother's Day. But I love you too. I love you. I love her. Love you, Mom. You're the best mom ever. You, you have to be with your sister. I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. I love her. I love her. I love Number two is moms and wives and women in general love to be loved physically. And uh, I'm going to let my wife talk about this because my idea of physically and her idea of physically are two different ideas. Yes, babe, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> moms, women, we do love physical touch. A little bit physical touch is different than what our husbands think or uh, want, but... <laughs> you you turn red. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what age and stage you are in your life and with your mother, whether you're a son or a daughter, your moms want physical touch. You know, your mother carried you in her womb for nine months. She was one. She was the first person to touch you, have physical touch in your life. So when you were born. She was the first one to touch you. And so when you were young, she was the one that was changing your diapers. She was the one who was wiping your snotty noses. She was the one that was giving you thumb licks, right? Um, so your mother's desire, physical touch. Uh, you know, one of the five love languages is physical touch. And so how many of you in here love physical touch? Okay. Amen. You know, um, in the scriptures, it says that uh, when the, the woman with the issue of blood in Matthew talks about if she could just reach out and just touch the cloak of Jesus' garment, that she would be made whole, and she was. And so, you know, there is a lot of medical research that touch brings healing in your body. Uh, there's successful findings that touch helps manage fibromyalgia. It reduces symptoms in Alzheimer's. It is uh, when you have skin-to-skin -skin contact with mothers and, and their children, it brings healing power. It, there's been children who have been sick, and they touch their mom skin-to-skin, -skin and there's just something that happens, the warmth, the feeling they have. Um, 
warm punch seems to set off the release of uh, oxytocin, a hormone that helps create a sensation of trust and reduces the levels of stress hormone, cortisol. And also, scientists have done, uh, at Berkeley have done studies with, for those of you who are, you know, so I'm getting a little mushy for the guys here. They've done studies on basketball teams. And the teams that do the most high fives and the fist bumps and the hugs, actually their teams seem to do better when they play than the teams that don't touch as much. Isn't that pretty neat? So God created us to be people of physical touch. And, uh, you know, moms, uh, I'm at a stage where my kids are with me still. And some of you are, you know, moms have had to let your kids go and, and move on and mar- get married. And it shouldn't stop, you know, just because you've had to pass your child on to, uh, to a, a wife or a husband doesn't mean you have to just, you, sh- you just share them. So you still, still give your mom a hug, still tell her you love her. Austin is one of my biggest physical touch kids. He is always, mom, kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> he's always hugging me. Even, even when I'm dropping him off at school, he's like, Mom, kiss. And, uh, and I love that about him. When I tuck him in bed at night, he's, he sleeps on the opposite side of the room. And so I go in and I tuck him, and he's like, give me a kiss, Mom. And I give him a kiss, and I go back on the other side, tell Ethan goodnight, and I'm walking out the door. Mom, Mom, you didn't give me a kiss. Like, yes, I did, Austin. Well, I don't remember. I want another kiss. And so, so, so usually I'm like, got a mission. I got things to do, and I'm like, oh. But then I realized that how much I love and value those hugs and those kisses. And so just no matter what age your mom is, love her and hug her and, and tell her how much you love her. Ladies love physical touch. See, baby, I was just trying to keep you whole and healthy all these years. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Number three, ladies and women in general and moms love to be loved patiently and uh, ladies in general like patience they're not built like us guys we 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 want to do stuff really fast we have to have it now but ladies are more patient like we we open up the pantry and there's no ketchup in there we freak out we have no patience to wait for her to go to the store we're like we don't have ketchup (laughs) really we don't have ketchup and uh, this is not from personal experience. This is from this is how my dad acts when there's no ketchup. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, I'm this is personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, ladies love patiently, and uh, Pastor Jen's going to talk about that real quick. Also, uh, before I share about this, we have a video that we're going to uh, play that goes along with it. Just give me one second. Thank sure. you. Sorry. Uh huh. Two minutes. Hi, good afternoon. Sorry about that. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Have you ever done one of these interviews uh, over the camera before? No. Let me tell you a little bit about the job to get started with. It's not just um, a job. It's sort of probably the most important job. Uh, The title that we have going right now is Director of Operations, but it's really kind of so much more than that. Responsibilities and requirements are are really quite extensive. Uh, First category for the requirements would be mobility. This job requires that you must be able to work standing up most or really all of the time, uh, constantly on your feet, constantly bending over, constantly exerting yourself, a high level of stamina. 
uh, okay. That's a lot. For how many, like, for how many hours? Uh, 135 hours to unlimited hours a week. It's basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm sure you'll have a chance from time to time to maybe just sit down here and there, yeah? Uh, you mean like a break? Yeah. Uh, no, there are no breaks available. Is, is that even legal? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like no lunch? You can or? have lunch, but only when the associate is done eating their lunch. Uh, I think that's a little intense. No, no not possible. That's crazy. Now, this position requires excellent negotiation and interpersonal skills. We're really looking for someone that might have a degree in uh, medicine, in finance, and the culinary arts. You must be able to wear several hats. Associate needs constant attention. Sometimes they have to stay up with an associate throughout the night. Being able to work in a chaotic environment, if you, if you had a life, we'd ask you to sort of give that life up. No vacations. In fact, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and holidays, the workload is going to go up, and we demand that with, with a happy disposition. Uh, that's almost cruel. <laughs> that's almost uh, a very, very sick, twisted joke. Sorry, but when there's time to sleep or... Oh, no time to sleep. Yeah, all-encompassing, all almost. That's exactly right. 365 days a year? Yes. No, that's, that's inhumane. That's, that's very insane. The meaningful connections that you make and the, the feeling that you get from really helping your associate are immeasurable. Also, let's cover the salary. The position is going to pay absolutely nothing. Excuse me? <laughs> no. Nobody's doing that for free. Yeah, pro bono. <laughs> Completely for free. No. What if I told you there's someone that actually currently uh, holds this position right now? Billions of people, actually. Who? Moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moms. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and they meet every requirement, oh, don't wow. they? Oh my god. Moms are the best! Yeah, there's no pay. They're 24 hours. They're always there. Now I'm thinking about my mom. Yeah, and what are you thinking about her? I'm thinking about all those nights and everything. Thank you so much for everything you do. I know it doesn't seem like I appreciate all of it, but I definitely do. So, Mom, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done. I love you very much. You've been there through thick and thin. My mom is just awesome. She's awesome. AKA Director of Operations. How true is that, moms? <laughs> Do you ever feel like that? You're, you've got, you're going this way, that way, going in this door, out that door. You're just trying to keep it all together. You know, uh, whenever I had my first child, Colby, was several weeks, months into it, and and it's pretty intense. You know, you're just trying to soak it all in. You're trying not to, to kill this child. You're <laughs> You're trying to do everything right. You're like, Lord, don't let me mess them up. Lord, help me. And then it hit me one day how much my mom had sewed into my life. And uh, I called her on the phone, and I said, I'm so sorry for whatever I did. Uh, you know, for being a brat when I was a teenager and giving you a hard time and any attitude. And just sorry for not telling you enough how much I love you and 
and uh, how much I couldn't have done it without you. And so, uh, so love your mom patiently. You know, she may not be perfect. Nobody is. Uh, be patient with her. You know, whatever season of life you're in. Like I'm in a busy season, so you know, like I'm running here and running there, and my boys are. You're late to pick me up, and you know, have patience with her if if your mom, if you're in that season, or if if your sh- your clothes aren't washed and folded and put away. You know, just have some patience. Uh, now, if you're in a different season of life and your parents are older, uh, I have a letter here that was written by. Uh, and share it on Focus on the Family. It's a letter from an 80-year-old woman on her birthday. And she said to all my children, I suppose my upcoming birthday started my thoughts along these lines. This is a good time to tell you that what I truly want are things I can never get enough of, yet they are free. I want the intangibles. I would like for you to come and sit with me and for you to be relaxed. We can talk or we can be silent. I would just like for us to be together. I need your patience. When I don't hear what you say the first time, I know how tiresome it is to always be repeating, but sometimes I must ask you to repeat. I need your patience when I think too much about the past with my slowness and my set ways. I want you to be tolerant with what the years have done to me physically. Be understanding about my personal care habits. I spill things, I lose things, I get unduly excited when I try to figure out my bank statements or figure out Facebook or social media or my phone. How, how many of you get frustrated with your, uh, your older parents because like, come on, just give me, that, give me that phone, let me show you how to work it. I can't remember what time to take my medication or if I took it already. I took too many naps. Sometimes sleep helps to pass the day. But just what our parents want, our moms want from us, no matter age and stage in their life. They just want patience and understanding. Amen. Well, how many guys have been sitting watching TV or doing something, and the wife comes up and says, hey, baby, and you just don't hear it. You don't hear anything she says. She's like, Ryan, did you say something? <laughs> Number four, moms and wives and women in general want to be loved definitively. And uh, Sharon's going to share something about that. And that's very true. It really is. I know I do. I want, like, when I'm speaking with my daughters or with other people, you know, you want that one-on-one attention, and I'm sure everybody else doesn't, even you men, when we, you're talking to us, you want our attention also. But um, as Sylvia said, that, Women have a lot more words than you men do, so uh, we like to talk and we like to be listened to. And I had a little experience with Savannah. She's my three-year-old granddaughter, and she is just so, she just talks and talks and talks and talks. And it's so cute. It's so funny. But she wants you to listen when she talks. She, um, we were coming up here yesterday for the wonderful baby shower, and uh, she was in the back seat, <coughs> and she was just talking and talking and talking. And you have to learn when to say, uh-huh, really? So, guys, take a hint. 
at the key points, just shake her head. Oh, that's nice. Interesting, you know. And she was just happy and content. Now, whether we understood everything she said or not, it didn't matter to her. She knew we were listening to her. And I have to say that I, I, I love when we're all together, all the kids. There's 20 of us when we're all together with the kids and the husbands and the grandkids and, and all of that. And it can be very chaotic, and you don't get to have that much one-on-one or talk to each one of them. And I have to say, one of my favorite, favorite things to do with my girls is to sit on my patio one-on-one and just swing and talk and let them talk, let me talk. You know, you don't have to have the right answers for them or they don't have to have the right answers for me or any of that. It's just that one-on-one knowing that they're listening knowing that I'm sitting there listening to them and knowing the right times to say, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Number five is moms want to be loved gratefully. And Sharon's going to talk about that too. And I have to say, I have five of the most wonderful, grateful kids. I really, really do. Um, like I said, there's lots of times that we're all together, and it can just be so chaotic. But the way they show me how gracefully, how much they love me and stuff is they jump right in. You don't, they, they work like well-oiled clocks. <laughs> they each know what needs to be done and what way we need to do it, and each one of them does it. They jump in, and if somebody gets sidetracked, the other one steps right in. And keeps on going. And they never leave the house without saying, thank you, Mom. Thank you for, for lunch. And we have lunch at my house almost every Sunday, which is a true blessing to me. And I just love it. But they don't expect me to do it all. They never leave the house without the dishes being all washed. Now, a few of them may have irritable bowel syndromes about the time it comes for cleanup. <laughs> but we love her. And <laughs> so by the time she's okay again, the dishes are usually done. But um, we let her sisters go with her. Uh, <laughs> but they are. They're grateful kids, all of them. My son-in-laws included. They, they, they show me that they love me. They show me how grateful they are to me by words and by their actions, and I just love each of them, and him too. <laughs> moms want to be thanked and appreciated. Make sure you thank and appreciate your mom today. Uh, if you think about all the years she spent nurturing and caring for you and loving you, it's been a lifetime job and not always rewarded. So today, make sure you reward your mom and and you're grateful for everything that she's done. Number six, moms love to be loved generously. And I'm going to let my mom talk about that because she loves gifts. (laughs) And she loves to give gifts. Well, you know, our prime example is the Lord, how generous he is to us. And with that generosity, I think that's a, a life lesson we all need to walk in. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a major go down to the jewelry store and buy her the 17-carat diamond, which, of course, is always, you know, we'll never refuse that, right, ladies? But what it is is to love her from your heart. 
Be generous with your compliments. Be generous with how you treat her. Be generous on how you handle your mom. Um, you know, in our family, we're great hitters, okay? Uh, as you know, by example. Um, I won't mention names here. But love her even though you want to kid her and tease with her, sometimes just know that she just needs to be, you need to be generous with your hugs, generous with your love. Um, you know, my husband, I've got to say one thing. He is the best gift giver in the whole entire world. He taught me generosity. Some of our love gift, uh, some of our gifts that we have, our love language is giving gifts. And that's one of mine. I love to give gifts. But I think it was my husband who really taught me. And, you know, we're supposed to be example on raising our children. And, and I know this is a little off because it's for the kids. But look and see how you treat birthdays. And, and, you know, kids, you can make a card, and she'll keep that card forever. I have Christmas things that kids made from, I think it was popsicle sticks when they used to have popsicles. And, they made a candle holder. I still have those from when they were little. Those little gifts like that are invaluable. You know, you for your generosity, you don't have to just go out and buy a gift. You can make something, and, and especially to the younger, younger kids, you know, make something for your mom. I promise you she will have it until they have to garage sale it when she's gone, which if they get a nickel, it'll be a lot. But... You know, really and truly, be generous, not just in your gift giving, but in the way you act toward her. Be generous in your compliments to her. Uh, be generous in how you just take and, and take the minute. You know, generosity, I think time is something we can never replace. Be generous with your time. Time is irreplaceable. I mean, look, it's already what, May? Before we turn around, it's going to be Christmas. I don't know where all the time goes, and I don't know if it's just because I've gotten older. It seems like it goes a lot faster. But be generous with your time. Take the time out. Be generous with it and, and spend a little time with your mom, guys and girls. And right. We, we want to be generous with you today. So we have a few prizes. So if I could get my uh, help up here. Who has a ticket? Everybody have Everybody, a ticket all here the today. Moms all have the moms have a ticket. Guys, you don't. You cannot win, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, you don't want to win. I know what the prizes are. <laughs> it's all girly stuff. Did y'all love all the beautiful pictures out in the foyer? Thank you, moms, for bringing that and sharing your family with us. I I know one of the pride and joy of my life is to show off and share my family and. And uh, just, you know, when you're at your home, it's just full of pictures, and it's just loving and inviting. And so I wanted to sh you to be able to share your family with our whole church family. Uh, so, all right. Okay. Our, 83. 183. Anybody have 183? All right. Come on down. We have a prize for you. Yay. run it down to you right here happy mother's day thank you for being with us today number 122 
Oh, another one. Man, something about that. We better mix these up. That side's winning everything. And, uh, you know, we just love being generous. We love giving stuff away. 181. He came in 181. All right. Rick's going to bring this it to you. This side of the sanctuary is, is hot over here. Some, something blessed about over here. Okay, here we go. Here's a totally different number. 121. Ah. Oh, no. Wow. Y'all should have sat over there today. Let me see if I can get somebody from the other side. Y'all might should have prayed harder over there this morning. How many we got left? Two more? All right. 114. 114. Nope. You 114, Mr. Jim? No, you're not. No 114? They might be in the very back back there. Okay, we're going to find out real quick. But 118. Over on that side again. Wow. Way to go, Miss Crystal. Make, you gonna find one? I have a ticket there. Make sure it's not mine. I don't. I don't want a gift today. It's one fourteen. Okay. Pick another number. Let's give another one. Uh, one twenty-seven. <laughs> well, everybody came from that side. You moving <laughs> on? We're through now, Mary. <laughs> but we do have a gift for every mom we today, do. and uh, so on your way out, our ushers are gonna have that, and uh, so. It's a it's a little goodie. I love chocolate and dessert. And I hope you do too. So we have some cake balls that uh, that are decorated beautiful. Thank you to Tara and my mom for helping me pull all that together. So we love you. And we hope you enjoy your gift. Everybody after like church. cake balls. So we have cake balls for everyone after service today, and uh, I love moms. cake balls. Make sure not the oh, kids. Oh, moms. I'm sorry, guys. Maybe mom will share with you if you. Love her generously, and you, you, you love her all the ways we've talked about today. Um, maybe, just maybe, she might share with you, especially if you love her like number seven. Moms love to be loved honorably, and uh, my wife's going to talk about that. As, uh, as uh, Pastor Ryan shared in his first scripture this morning in Exodus, it talks about the commandment to honor and obey your mother and your father, and you will have a long life. And um, and some of you might be sitting here in service saying, "I don't really have a relationship with my mother." <clears throat> you you're you're just sitting here looking at all of us, and and we we are very blessed that we have moms in our life, but some of you don't. And uh, and uh, it says to honor your mother no matter what. And you might say she wasn't or isn't very honorable. But the Bible doesn't say anything about the qualifications. It only asks, is she your mother? God established this guideline for Israel because a respectful home was crucial to their future success as a nation. Same is true for us today. We have so much disrespect and and unhonoring going on in our homes. And God wanted to establish that even way back in the Old Testament. He wanted to establish honor. He wanted us to establish respect so that we could live a full life. God blesses our homes 
when we respect our mothers with words, attitudes, and actions, love her unconditionally, we are all called to love our moms as God does. He simply lavished his affection on us while we were still sinners. So even, even God took us when we were still sinners, and he lavished his love on us, and we didn't deserve it. So we have to show compassion, and we have to show forgiveness in our lives, even to our moms, even if we've been hurt. Because God doesn't give us a choice. He says to honor them no matter what. And that's what we need to do today. In ways that you can honor her is spend time with her, write her letters, tell her, tell her you love her, write a tribute. Uh, Sylvia said earlier about in, in Africa their tradition is to to tell people how much they love them and not wait till they're gone. You know, write a tribute to mo- your mom and tell them tell her how much she loves you. And some of you may need to walk in some forgiveness today and let some things go. And uh, I can't say that I walk in your place, but I pray for you that you would be able to open up your heart and God would allow God to bring healing into your life so that you can walk in honoring your mom today. Amen. Well, let's give them a hand clap as, as they exit the stage this morning. Didn't they do great? Love you, Mom. Well, I wanted to get them involved this morning. Have y'all enjoyed that so far today? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap things up pretty quickly because I know y'all want to beat everybody to the restaurants with your moms this morning. Uh, I just want to say a few little things in closing today. Uh, in Ephesians 5.25, it says, For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church, and he gave up his life for her. See, God's given all of us husbands a commandment to love our wives. And we should love them generously. We should love them honorably. We should love them in all the ways that we've talked about today because they take care of our children. They, they set the precedent for our kids and what their future will be. Because a lot of times as men, we're out working and mom's there in the midnight hour. Mom's there showing love. Mom's there to talk to them when they need. And so it's never too much to honor your mom and to honor your wife and to set the example for your kids of how a godly woman should be treated. Uh, I'm going to close with this last scripture in John 2, 1 through 5. It says, the next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. And Jesus' mom was there. And Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. But they had a problem with this wedding. The wine supply ran out during the festivities. So Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. And this is what Jesus says to his mom. Dear woman, that's not our problem. And Jesus tells Mary, look, this isn't our problem. And he's not dishonoring Mary. He's, he's saying, Mary, my time really has not yet come. Because Mary knew what was in her child. See, a lot of times we, we get mad at mom because she meddles in our life and she gives us a hard time. And, but mom usually has our best interest at heart. Mom usually meddles because she loves us and she sees what is in us. 
See, Mary saw and knew what Jesus was. She knew he was the Son of God. She knew there was no boundaries on his life. She knew what was in his heart and what was going to come out. She knew what God had placed him on the earth for. And she wanted to bring that good out. And so Mary tells the servants, do whatever he asked of you. And Jesus, in honoring mom, turns the water into wine. Not only does it turn into the water into wine, but he turns it into the best wine that they've ever tasted in any festivity ever. Because he honors his mom. He does what he says. You know, they say in the Bible that the, the first miracle was turning Jesus turning the water into wine. I think the first miracle was a son that obeyed his mom. <laughs> and so he obeys mom and he does this. And through this obedience and through honoring mom, it unlocks his ministry even earlier than what he even thought or what he even planned. God wants to unlock some stuff in our life. But in order to unlock stuff in our life, we have to honor those that God has given us. We have to honor our mothers. We have to honor our fathers. And we have to be obedient. You know, Jen talked about some of us, maybe our mom has is, is passed away. Maybe our mom's gone to be in heaven today and she's not with us and I would say I know your heart hurts and I feel for you today I'm very blessed that I still have my mom with me and uh, especially as young as she is <laughs> but you know I want to challenge you find a mom or a grandmom maybe she doesn't have any kids maybe she needs somebody to honor her today find somebody that you know maybe maybe some, the, the unthinkables happened. Maybe she lost her children before her children lost her. Maybe her children are passed away and they're gone. And she's sitting all by herself. Find a person in your life to call mom. Find a person in your life to honor. It never hurts us as Christians to honor people and to love people. Find somebody to call today to honor, to love, and just say, you know what? I want to tell you thank you for what you've done in my life. Let's all stand as we close today and pray. Father, I just thank you for this service today. I thank you for all the moms that are here today. May a special blessing be imparted upon each and every one of them, Father, for putting up with us and for raising us and for nurturing us and for caring for us. And for all those out there today, Father, maybe they have a, they have a relationship that's not good with their mom. Father, I just thank you that something supernatural would happen today, Father, that you would intervene in this situation. Do the impossible, Father, and bring them back together. Let them once again have a love and a relationship, Father. Bring them close. Let their hearts draw nigh to each other. And I just thank you, Father, for those who've lost their mom. Let them find another one that they can love on and, and hold today, Father, in honor. And let us treat all of our wives as you treated the church, Father. And let us pay a sacrifice, Father, for each and every one of them. Let us give them great gifts. Let us honor them. Let us cherish them. And let us tell them that we love them every chance that we get. In your name we pray. Amen.